Hi, this is Jack Goulet, Arts and Entertainment Editor for the Broadcaster Student Newspaper. Welcome to the first Cinema Club podcast for the 2017 school year. In this episode, I talked with my co-host Matt Keeler about Justice League, the new flick from DC Comics. We talked about the good, the bad, and the future of the DC Comics film universe. This podcast includes spoilers. You've been warned. So I want to start off with the bad, but I don't think it's it's easy to just ask if this is a bad movie. I think the best way is to describe it is that it had untapped potential. You know, it switched directors halfway through production, and you know there were a lot of reshoots that they had to do. And I think we're kind of, we we might be unfairly judging this. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what would how much of how much one one director did and how much another director did, and, be, and it seemed like they kind of just glossed over them. We only had like you know a couple segments of them. We we weren't never really introduced to the characters, and then we just kind of jumped right back into to the story. The uh, the villain, uh, Steppenwolf of the movie, a very cliche and forgettable villain in my opinion. I mean, I I just didn't really get interested in like what he was saying about you know the mother's boxes. Which first of all, I don't know why are they called the mother's boxes because I don't. Uh, I, I don't know enough about the comics, I feel like, yeah. to, to go into this and be like, okay, I understand all the different, you know, Easter eggs they're dropping or whatever. Not, that's not even an Easter egg, that's a main plot point. But, you know, I don't know. It didn't make a ton of sense. I get that they're like, okay, they're, they have to guard them so that Steppenwolf can't take them and, and unleash his, like, uh, his, pa- his, uh, parademons? What are they? Parademons, yeah, it yeah. recreates his uh, home planner. Yeah, the, the biggest description we got of the mother boxes was uh, they're, they're not, you know, money or power. They just are power. That's what one woman said. Yeah, and that's just like, okay. Yeah, it didn't it's really... kind of confusing. Yeah, exactly, to the audience who, who aren't familiar with the comics and don't really know. But, I mean, it might, it's, it's like, it's very oversimplified. Yeah. You know, they tried to, like, make this big thing seem, like, really simple, and I think it just kind of came across as more confusing sure but he also yeah he he kind of disappears for like the middle half or the middle half the middle part of the movie and then he kind of shows up again to fight them yeah during the second act yeah you don't really see him and then you honestly just forget about him yeah and i mean he's also not really in that intimidating i mean yeah. I don't know. It was just kind of weird like I, my problem with these movies and and that's not just this movie but these new superhero movies in general is like I don't understand how these superheroes can take down this dude because they show like the flashbacks and there's like all these different people fighting him and they still don't beat him no no they don't have you know superpowers but it just seems like yeah they you know they make it too easy you know what I mean sure sure I mean you know, the the thing about it being on a being on Earth is the heroes aren't gonna let them destroy our planet Earth. It's just not gonna happen. It's almost like there's we too generally, much at stake. That's true. We we generally like these movies tend to just set up other movies which it's like, okay, I'm not really worried about what's gonna happen here. Yeah, I kinda wanna enjoy uh, the movie in the now. In the now Right. I'm not really worried about the movies to come. I was just I'm hoping to Get introduced to some characters, you know. Get learn a little bit about the characters, and uh, see them go from there. You know. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the reshoots and 
in particular the obvious CGI that we saw um, because it was very obvious um, when you'd have an actual set and then you could tell that there was a green screen that they were standing on. And I mean, I think that that just really took away from whatever story was there that I was interested in because it got more and more obvious as the movie went on. Yeah, it pulled the audience out of the movie and every time, you know, anytime that happens is not good because then, you know, you start thinking about other things, you, you know, you're not focused on the story anymore. And with a $300 million budget for the film, you'd expect a little bit, uh, little bit more touching up on the CGI because it was very noticeable like you said yeah and I mean the other thing too is like Henry Cavill his reshoots he had a mustache for he was he's doing Mission Impossible right and that's why he had a mustache yeah the next Mission Impossible film I believe is uh is the reason he grew the mustache but they CGI'd it off of him and it just made his face look super weird especially I noticed it in the very beginning because there was that there's that cell phone footage of these kids talking to Superman. Yeah, at the very beginning of the film, and I right, and it right could from tell there, you just you already know. You either like jokes just kind of come at weird times, and also like they just say weird things. Like there was one part towards the end where um, Cyborg was just like "booyah," <laughs> they like they'd taken down. I don't know if it was when they took down Steppenwolf or something, or they blew something up, but it was just like it was just like a weird yeah thing for them him to say. Not not weird, but um just felt kind of lazy in like the writing department where it's like really you're just gonna say booyah okay well it's a very classic line for him in the comic books but like after you meet this character for the whole movie he doesn't really you know he doesn't really set up for that like at the end yeah. that see that's where my lack of knowledge about the comic books like that's that's like someone who just goes in to see it's gonna be like okay why is he yeah. saying that you know and maybe I just don't know enough about it but um, alright I want to transition into the good now and I want to kind of pick off, pick up from what we were saying about the bad and, and um, the comedy in this movie, because there were good things in in the comedy. I think, and I think Ezra Miller as the Flash, he was the standout in the comedy department. Yeah, for sure. Some sometimes his jokes did feel a little forced, but most of the time they did all land, and it was very funny. Yeah. And I mean, I think well, his Barry Allen is like supposed to be, in general, just like a. Pretty witty, a joke maker, you know, yeah. which kind of it, it kind of reminded me a lot of like Spider Man or something like that, where it's like he's making jokes while these seemingly very serious things are happening. Yeah, where like someone's trying to, you know, Steppenwolf's trying to get him or whatever, and he's just like making a joke about it. But I thought it was very, I thought his jokes were really funny. Um, the only other really like standout good thing for me was at the beginning, and I don't know how much of this was like Joss Whedon stuff or how much of it was Zack Snyder's, but I thought the cinematography was really good when um, there were like those dudes getting arrested, and there were all those oranges flying through there. Oh yeah, yeah the the opening sequence, opening, uh, title sequence. I thought that was cool, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm actually like in for this right now, and then it just fell apart towards the end of the movie, but. Yeah, the whole opening credits was a really well-done scene. And it kind of felt like a nod to Zack Snyder's previous, uh, one of his previous films, uh, Watchmen. I saw a lot of uh, similarities there. It was a very well-done uh, credit sequence. Yeah. It, it really did uh, pull me into that part of the movie. I was, I was expecting a lot more out of it. But that uh, cool slow-mo without an overuse of it, and, I mean, I was, I was really interested in that. Yeah, and the stuff with Wonder Woman, too, and those terrorists was really good with her like dodging all the, the bullets and stuff. 
Um, and also when the Amazon people were fighting Steppenwolf, there was some cool, like the camera was kind of following with like the motion of them on the horses. Yeah, there was that some really, was really good, good camera work there, for sure. Well, and most of that's probably CGI, I guess. That was CGI where it looked like it had more time done to it. Yeah. Some of it, there's other scenes when they're just talking. Well, yeah, no, no, but what I meant was like the, that sequence was probably mostly CGI, right? Oh, They sure. didn't actually, yeah. you know. I mean, just even the person on the horse, I'm thinking like probably wasn't, I don't know. Yeah, and that's another thing. Um, a lot of the action sequence I felt were a lot of fun and most of them were pretty well done. Some of them just felt necessary for the plot point, but right. a lot of them were actually, I enjoyed them quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's the good thing too about this movie is like, you know, we were talking about like, okay, if you if you go into this looking at it like you want it to be the next like Citizen Kane or something and you want it to be like this amazing movie, like you're not going to be satisfied. But I think from the, the standard viewer's perspective, it's a, you know, it's an entertaining film. And honestly, like, you know, I think it has enough good qualities that it's like, I don't even know if it's a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, that doesn't seem fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd say it was probably a subpar uh, superhero film. I mean, it's, is it like uh, compared to the other ones that came out earlier this year, such as Logan? No, it's not as good as those. Right, right. But for what it was, I think it was pretty decent. I mean... Well, pretty yeah, natural. Well, pretty natural. But I mean... Also, some of the CGI, I mean, you could just still tell, and it was kind of, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just disappointing, I think. Yeah, like, it's just like, it else. could have been a really good movie, I think. It could have been a good superhero movie. Yeah, if, if they really, I think if they had an extended runtime of two hours, 45 minutes, two and a half hours, right. I think it would have been a better movie. You can definitely tell that there was, this was a longer cut, and they cut it down quite a bit. Right. And as far as the the future of this DC universe goes. We got a little a glimpse into that um, in the end credits. Well, the first end credit scene was just um, the Flash and Superman racing to the West Coast, right? Yeah, it was a comic book nod, which I yeah. enjoyed quite a bit, for sure. It was good. Um, and then the, well, it took a long time to get that second one. Like, I felt like we were waiting there for like yeah, 10 a minutes. Lot of credits, but, which um, is kind of annoying, but. But I, you know. The payoff, I guess. I think it was worth it because we got a, a, you know, we got to see Lex Luthor has escaped from Arkham and is meeting up with Deathstroke on his private yacht, yeah. on Lex Luthor's private yacht. Yeah, I don't know the exact prison name. I don't know if it was Arkham exactly, but uh, yeah, and I, I thought that that was one of the greatest post-credit scenes I've ever seen. I got way excited uh, seeing that and seeing Deathstroke, and. Uh, Lex Luthor saying at the end, you know, nodding for uh, for the Legion of Doom or a future leak as that, uh, which I'm super excited about. I think that could be pretty awesome. Yeah, and it's um, you get the reveal of Joe Manganiello, and he's got the white hair, which is I think that's how yeah, he is in the comics, comics right? Yeah. Um, so that's interesting, and and it sets up you know some more movies where. Maybe they'll, you know, fight in, in another Justice League movie. I'm, I would assume that they'll probably fight in the next Justice League movie, which is, we don't even know when the second Justice League is going to be coming out. But Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. I mean, DC Slate is a little uncertain right now. I mean, some of their movies are having problems with directors. And 
You know, after seeing, after this, uh, we're talking about the future of the DC Extended Universe in the movies. And I think it might be in some trouble here with a 94 million opening weekend after a 300 million budget for the film. You know, it could be, they could have some problems. And the other thing too is like, I mean, Batman vs. Superman didn't do very well. Wonder Woman did pretty well, so they had some hope there. But Suicide Squad was, you know, a bomb. Yeah. I mean, Man of Steel... I think did, Man of Steel did fair. I did, it did fair. I mean, it's, it did, like, average for a superhero movie. But since then, I mean, with the exception of Wonder Woman, it's kind of been going downhill. And if they're having more director problems, it's not going to be good for, you know, more bad CGI or bad, you know, cuts and more things that, you know are in the trailer that aren't in the movie where it's like they're trying to sell people to come see it and it doesn't help when they're you know misleading you yeah exactly when uh scenes that look pretty promising in the trailer and we're looking forward to the film just aren't there right from a different cut from a different director gets pretty annoying so i think you know if if we're just going off of an entertaining superhero movie i think you can definitely go see this movie and Enjoy it. It'd be pretty, pretty, uh, pretty entertained for a decent amount of the movie, for sure. I think definitely falls off, you know, in the second act. Um, but the, the third act seemed, the third you know, kind of, kind of came back around. Pretty and, fun. And the end credits are worth it too. Yeah, Just definitely stay for the end credit scenes. I mean, I'm looking forward to what they can do with. They have Aquaman coming out next year, supposedly, and then Shazam, someone we haven't been introduced to yet. Yeah. In 2019. Um, and then Wonder Woman 2 in 2019, Cyborg in 2020, and the Green Lantern Corps in 2020. Um, and that's just the, you know... That's just DC's... Right now, right now, that's what they're saying. It could change, but... I'm, I'm honestly interested in Green Lantern more than Shazam, because we got a little... Because it did slow down second act greatly. Uh, it was choppy. A lot of stuff in the trailers we didn't get to see, which was disappointing. Right. Uh... Yeah, there was just, uh, at the end, there was just more bads than goods for this movie. That's true. But I, I don't think it completely ruined the universe, and I think that they can you know, yeah. turn it around. With you some, can still some enjoy other. this movie, right. for sure. All right. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Jack. We'd like to thank Gillicuddy for his track, Jupiter the Blue. You can find his music on the Free Music Archive. 